Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise Because he's worthy to be praised, amen? I think he's worthy to be praised, amen? So if you're ready to talk about how God is good, how he's merciful, how he's loving, I want you to give a mighty shout of praise as we glorify his name. We glorify his name and we magnify his name. Clap your hands with me today, church. He's a miracle working God, amen. And he turned the water into wine. Sing with me. Sing. What are you turned into wine? Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Send into the darkness we Then you could ever stop us And if our God 
nothing is impossible with our God. And we can rest assured in the name of Jesus because he is Christ, the solid rock on which we stand. If you know that God is your rock and you know Jesus is your rock that you can stand on, that you are assured on and you stand on nothing less, then give a Lord a dance, a little sway as we pray the name of Jesus to him.
you seem you're very reserved. You're very reserved. But I'm not ashamed. I don't know about you, but I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So this is my opportunity to praise his name. You want to praise with me? Get a little dance of praise in here. Come on. I'll teach you today.
praise. Amen. Who feels like his love is all around him? Or that we're saved by grace? And it's not of ourselves, but it's a gift from God. Amen. Come on. Hey, all right, all right. Sing away.
delivered us, that took us from sin and shame, that we can live a life, a life full of grace, a life of favor, a life of blessings. We thank you, Lord, for your mercies and your grace. We thank you. I don't know about you, but I feel like his love is all around. Amen. So we can sing, we can shout, and we can give us dance. Come on. Hey now, you must come praise the Lord with me. Come and sing a shout and praise his name. And sing all around, all around. Everywhere I'll count of is all around. Where? 
we know that you are fighting for us and that you're pushing back the darkness and you're lighting up the kingdom that will not be shaken. Are you ready still to dance of praise in here? You ready? Come on. Right! 
steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. The Bible tells us that his mercies are new every morning and great is thy faithfulness. You want to lift up your voice, lift up your hands to the Lord and just worship him in the name of Jesus. Sing the steadfast love. The steadfast love of the Lord never sees His mercies never come to an end and sing that they are new they are new every morning they are new thank you Lord for your great faithfulness Exalt you. We love you, Jesus. The steadfast love of the Lord never sees His mercies. They never come to an end. Jesus. 
together for the Lord. Come on, church, lift up your voice for the name of Jesus. At the mention of that name, sickness has to bow. At the mention of that name, every demonic oppression is loosed. At the mention of that name, every captive is delivered. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands and sing. What a powerful name. Nothing, nothing. What a powerful name it is. If you are sick, the name of Jesus will heal you. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. If you are bound, you will be made free. Nothing compares to this. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is. The name of somebody call his name. Come on. What a powerful name it is. The name of what a powerful name. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your name, your great and powerful name. Thank you, Lord, that you make a way for us, Lord. When our backs are against the wall, when it seems that there is no hope, we call upon the name of the Lord. He is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. We call upon your name, O God. Make a way in every impossible situation, in every difficulty, in every bondage. May we be made free by the great name of the Lord. We thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. You made a way. Yes, Don't know how, but you did it. Made a way. Standing here, not knowing how we'll get through this test, but holding on to faith, holding on to faith, you know best. Nothing can catch you by surprise. You got this figured out, you're watching us now. When it looks as if we can't win, you wrap us in your arms and you step in. And everything we need, you supply. In control. Come on, church. Sing it. You made way. When our backs were against the wall. And it looked as if it was over. Lord, you made a way. Now we're standing here only because. Hey, thank you, Lord, that you make a way for us. 
Looking back on where we've come from. Because of you and nothing we have done. To deserve the love and mercy you've shown. Your grace was strong enough to pick us up and you made a way when our backs were against the wall and it looked as if No! 
say I believe in Jesus. He's my Lord. He's my God. I don't know on this side. I'm not sure if you are with me or you're against me. Are you with me?
That's what friends are for. 
calling out to you But there's always an excuse
Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Power. When the Spirit comes and visions, when the Spirit moves, young men like you and you and you will have visions. And all Keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you're done enough. Keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you're done enough. Keep on, do the work of God. Don't stop till you're done enough. to be in church today? Are you sure you're excited to be in church today? Turn to your neighbor and say, it's that time again. It's your favorite time and it's my favorite time. The Bible says that the word of God is quick and it is powerful. And I believe today that's exactly what you have in store for you. If you're excited as I am, Make some Holy Ghost noise. Clap your hands as we welcome to the pulpit Bishop Richard Aye. Hallelujah. Wow. 
Beautiful. Let us pray. Thank you. Let's pray. Father, we in heaven, we bless your precious holy name. Thank you for the blessing of opportunity. And thank you for this great privilege that we have to be in your holy presence. Thank you for instruction, direction, wisdom, depth of understanding that you give to us today. May the Holy Spirit preside over this time of the service, Lord. Let your will be done. Let direction come, Lord. Thank you for understanding hearts. And thank you for great lives that shall be blessed and shall be made out of today's service. I give you thanks and I give you praise for your mercies and your kindness. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And everybody shall say, Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Give Jesus a mega hand clap offering. And then you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, good to see all of you again. And um, we want to dive straight into the word of God. How many of you are ready to dive? Did you come with your swimsuit? You're ready to swim? Okay. Let's dive then. Hallelujah. So we've been talking about seven great principles. Seven great principles. And today we have another set of seven great principles. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that the principles are working? They are helping. Is it giving you a better understanding of Christianity? Is it really helping you? Okay, so the first set was seven great great principles of salvation. Is that correct? Salvation or the new creation. And then the second set of principles that we went through were seven great principles of what? Spiritual growth. Okay, very quickly. You have to be fast. You have to be fast. So very quickly, what's principle number one for spiritual growth? Wow, is that true? Which stage are you at? You don't want to say. You don't want to say which stage you are at. But if you can find yourself in one of the stages. Baby stage, childhood stage, and maturity stage. Principle number two. Our students are slower. No, I think our students rather read faster. So, is it? I think you should read it again. Read it meaningfully. Shall we go? Fantastic. 
So spiritual babies are like religious unbelievers. That's why you can find spiritual babies. They've been in church for a long time, but the person is still a spiritual baby. You have to understand it. You have to understand these are these are principles of Christianity. You have to know it so that you are not shocked, you are not surprised, and perhaps you are not even surprised at yourself because you will to see it and tell yourself, oh, so all along I've been a baby because I've been dominated by a life of fleshly works. All we know about you, all we can comment about you are the things of the flesh, things of the flesh, issues of the flesh, struggles of the flesh, debates of the flesh, hassles of the flesh, It means that the person is like a religious unbeliever. Last week I showed you how you see footballers. They don't go, they don't, they, they, I I don't know who they are, but they, 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 if if they square go, they thank God. It's like the person is an unbeliever, but he, he feels there's some power up there that has helped him. Yeah, so that's how spiritual babies are. So going to church really doesn't make you or doesn't mean that you are, um, Anything special? Principle number three. Ah. No, take your time and read it like art students will read. Okay? Can we take our time and read it like people who, has, who can read? Okay. Shall we go? Okay, so the childhood stage, if you want to know, the baby stage is quite easy to spot. Say fleshly works. Childhood stage means that the person is sometimes dominated by the flesh, sometimes dominated by the spirit. So that the person sounds spiritual. And sometimes the person is on the other end. So it creates instability. So you see unstable people. Today they are happy. They are happy singing in the choir. The next time, they say, no. I don't like the hairstyle of the person standing next to me. I can't sing anymore. I can't sing anymore. And I say, look, it may sound funny as maybe I'm saying it. I may sound funny. I may hair and this. But that is how they, that's how they behave. They are very unstable. Today, they are, they, are, they are okay with this. The next time, they are not okay with it. With, with. Real reasons, real things that are causing them pain. But the things that are affecting them are so petty. It's, but it's petty to the spiritual person. But to that person, it's not that petty. When it's pointed out to you, then maybe you will discover, say, oh, so I've been a child all along. That's why I couldn't stay in the church. That's why I was in the church for a while. And I started talking about the church like I'm talking about my workplace. I have to move on. I need another job. I need this. I need. I mean, church, church is not like a football team. Yeah. I mean, in my life, in my life in England, I've supported different football teams. I mean, if I tell that I'm dedicated to one football team, I lied, and I can already see that I'm about to change to another team. Yeah, I can already see. Yeah, Andrew and I, we move. Yeah, we we can already see the signs that we are supposed. We will decide by tomorrow which team we will support. Yes. But tomorrow evening we'll know that look. Because we've given somebody some time. If he doesn't 
do certain things. We are just moving. We just move. We, we can't waste our time and our energy with one team. We are going to be wearing blue all your life or red all your life. I mean, why? We have to be happy. Yeah. So we'll go where we'll be happy. Yeah. That's, that's how we'll be. We'll just go where we'll say, these people are not making us happy. Let's go where we'll be happy. We'll just go where there's happiness. So some, somebody has till tomorrow. Tomorrow by 9 p.m. you can send me a text. Which, which team am I with? I'll answer. I'll tell you that, like, look, I've moved on. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> are you there? So, you see, sometimes flesh, sometimes spiritual. Sometimes flesh, sometimes spiritual. It's a child. Sometimes dancing stars, sometimes at the back. I don't, I don't feel like anything. I don't feel like anything. It's not a demon. You're a child. You're a child. That's how children behave. Don't you have children in your house? It's not how they behave. Have you not been a child before? Do you remember when you used to tell your siblings, I won't play with you again? Or on the playground, I won't play again. We are not friends anymore. Yes. I'm not friend. You're not my friend. You're not my friend. I'm not your friend anymore. Then you pick up, your, if the ball is or you just pick it up. So I'll play with you again. Play with you again. That's a child. That's a child. Even though your reason for saying I won't play with you again is very serious and real to you, but you are a child. It's the same thing. That's, that's, that's how Christianity is. Since the person is behaving like a child, but doesn't even know that he doesn't know that he's behaving like a child. Because he feels he has he has a good reason to do what he's doing, but he's being like he's behaving like a child. You're a child. You are not matured. I was telling I was telling some uh, some people the other day that you see these people, I was pointing at some um, grown-ups who are exhibiting these manifestations. I said, you know what? They haven't backslidden. I was telling that it's not a backsliding situation. This is who they are. They are children. So don't be shocked. Don't be surprised. They are children. It's not backsliding. It's not even a demon. It's childhood stage. I don't feel like it anymore. I'm not playing with you anymore. One day, someone was getting married. And um, on the same day of the wedding, he was having the traditional marriage, just like the engagement. It was being done in the morning, the wedding on the afternoon, on the same day. So, at the traditional ceremony, do you also have religious ceremony where you come from? Yes, some of you don't. Some of you are free. <laughs> well, you look, you're looking for a beloved check. Check for the free ones and take, okay? Because some of them are very, very expensive. Some of them are free. You don't pay anything. You just take, the, you just take them to uh, uh, the Sky Tower. The what? The Shard, yes. In some place it's called Sky Tower. And then um, you buy a ring from Argos or somewhere. <laughs> buy her buy her some leaves to chew. Some leaves, yes. Almost like she would like leaves. I mean, buy her some leaves to chew. And then um, get her some um, no, Thames water with ice. <laughs> That's tap water. 
And then when you finish chewing the leaves, make sure you buy yourself a good steak, though, so that can be, you will look a bit prosperous. <laughs> when she's finished, you ask her, are you ready to go? Then you, you signal the waiters. Then they will bring the, it will look like the bill. But it's a small box. I'm sure if you want to propose. Those of, you, those of you are so boring, you just send a text and say, I'll, I'll marry you. Will you also marry me? What do you mean? So the waiter comes with a small box. You're not interested in my story. So. <laughs> So I was explaining the childhood stage to you. What's principle number four? Principle number four. Let's read it. Shall we go? So maturity stage is dominated by the spirit dominated by the spirit, resulting, resulting in fruits of the spirit and fruits of righteousness. When someone is mature now, we see fruits. Childhood, we see instability. Instability. The person is unstable. Unstable. Instability. Matured, we see fruits. You see, the person has become a pastor. The person has become a basenta leader. The person has converts. Those are fruits. Those are fruits. Fruits are, are not bigger breasts or bigger buttocks. More souls. Do you understand? More souls. Mm-hmm. It's not a beloved or wider hips. When we say fruits, we mean souls. You win more souls. Establish more souls in the kingdom. Hmm? Principle number five. Wow. 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 Do you remember this one? Every level has its temptations. Babies are tempted with the fleshy things. You know the fleshy things, isn't it? Galatians 5 tells us the fleshy things. Then the, the, the childhood stage, they have temptations of loyalty and faith. That being loyal is being stable. I'm stable. This is my church. This is my church. This is my ministry. This is where I am. I am stable. The child is always tempted. I'm leaving. But I want to change. I don't feel like coming. I don't feel like going. I don't feel like this. The child has the temptation of becoming unstable. And then the mature also has his temptations. Temptations of obedience. Obeying the call of God. God has called you. Obey the call of God. Obey the call. Answer the call. God is drawing you. Don't argue. Don't resist it. God is telling you what to do. God is telling you give an offering. Give the offering. Don't, don't start, don't take out, don't take out a calculator and start working things out with God. These are, these are the temptations. 
God has never asked you to give you an offering before. Maybe you are not matured enough. Or maybe you don't know him. Maybe you don't know his voice. Check all, read about the patriarchs, the fathers. Isaac, Jacob, Abraham, and Co. All of them, God required a sacrifice from them. All of them. When they heard from how come you the only time you hear from God? There are people, I've met people like that. Not so many, but I've met people like that. The only time they, you see, you've been their pastor for years. The only time they quote God, God said, is when they want to leave. How can God only come to you when he wants you to leave? What are you talking about? You've been around all these, all these years. You've never heard from him. The first time he, God is speaking is to make you unstable. That is where we discover you're a baby and a child. Well, that's why you've been around. How come you've never heard from, you've never heard from God give an offering? How come God, he told Abraham, your only son, go and sacrifice it. How come he has never told you give an offering? Hmm. The first time we hear, you heard from me, he, God found your phone number and called you. He wants you to leave the church. Ah. Is it not a demon? Number six. Shall we read? Yeah, so when someone is older than you, it doesn't mean the person is more spiritual than you. Auntie may not necessarily be more anointed than you. Auntie, you know auntie? Yeah. Yes, auntie. Auntie who tells her you should pull up your skirt, pull up your trousers. It does not mean that she's more spiritual than you. Auntie. Yes. An uncle. So you may be young, but very anointed and very called. And believe it. Believe it. Believe that you can be young and be used greatly by God. Believe it. Do you believe it? Believe it. Anything that you will do well in, you've got to start early. Those that find wisdom, Alan, those who find wisdom, find him early. Wisdom is found early. You don't find wisdom in your latter days and your latter years. You find wisdom early. That's how come you've done some things you wouldn't like to do again. Because if you were wise then, you wouldn't have done it. But you became wise in that, in that situation later. So if you are wise, you avoid, you save yourself from a lot of things. That's the Bible says that wisdom preserves. So serve God early. Choose God, choose God as a teenager. Don't say I'm not 20. No, you can serve God from, I don't know how old you are, seven. Serve him now. He can use you. He can anoint you. Your spiritual age, where's my principle? Your spiritual age does not correspond to your natural age. Yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't. That's one of the things that interests people. I don't know why. I think I know why. Is the age of the pastor. People are always checking what's the age of the pastor. How old is he? Because it's like he sounds very old, but he's not that old. 
I was, I was at a wedding somewhere on Monday. Somewhere in, a, in somewhere. Yes. And I was sitting at a table with other ministers. And then one of them is there to ask me how old I was or I am. How, what's my age? So I also said, guess. <laughs> then he started mentioning. I was surprised at the, at the numbers he was mentioning. <laughs> when he mentioned, I said, try again. He said, try again. He never got to my age. At the point, he realized that I was not going to say it, so he gave up. Because <laughs> when he tried to say, mention another number, I was, I was just feeling cute and happy at the age. And then he was mentioning numbers. I mean, numbers that I don't want to tell the numbers he was mentioning because you will use it to, you know my age, isn't it? I mean, he was mentioning interesting numbers. And I said, wow. Then he asked me, do I have children? I said, I have children. I said, what are the ages? So I mentioned it. So, no, no. So I, that one I gave it to, I said, I mentioned the numbers, the ages of my children. So I said, how old do you think I am? Then he started, and it's like, I don't know what he was thinking. But people always want to know, how old is this person? Because see, the anointing and the Holy Spirit makes you sound wiser than your real age. That will be your story. Principle number seven. May you escape this one. Spiritual babies will be in the outer darkness. Because they will spend all their life doing their fleshly activities. And never get to the point where they will serve God. And take God seriously. So today we want to move on. Are you ready for our next seven? Today is seven great principles of spirituality. Spirituality. Of being spiritual. Being spiritual. How many of you like to be spiritual? If you're not spiritual, you're carnal. There's no middle ground. John chapter 4, verse 24. What does it say? God is a spirit, or God is spirit. God is spirit. Now, when when we say be spiritual, it means be like a spirit, or be be more inclined to the things of the spirit. Or be more influenced by the spirit. So if God is spirit, God is not a man. God is spirit. God is not flesh. God is not a car. Is it not wonderful that people will, will, will have a car and think that this is God? It's like, it's like if God is with you, you have a nice car. Or if God is with you, you wear new shoes. Or if God is with you, you have some clothes. God is spirit. Come on, God is spirit. So if you are spiritual or you are close to God or influenced by God, we should see the evidence should be spiritual things, not nice shirts. I saw someone sitting in an aircraft the other day. He was sitting in business class. He had taken a picture of himself in business class. And put it on um, 
uh, one of these social media places with a bold comment. It's like, it's like this is God. Do you understand? It's like this is God. Then afterwards, he came to take a picture in uh, one of these uh, this kind of hotels. Dorchester, one of these places by a Rolls Royce, you know. In London, you could see uh, the guys and they stand by a Rolls Royce. The same person who took a picture in business class also came to take the same picture. And he's also put another explain that it, it, this, this, it's like it is God. It's not even, the Rolls Royce is not even for him. But it's like it is God to be able to come and stand near a Rolls Royce. It's the Lord's doing. It's, it's, it's like this, the Lord's doing. Think about it. Is it this, this is how false, false teachings seep through, and false standards are set? It's like it's like this is God. Business class is God. But there are a lot of I see a lot of unbelievers all the time on aeroplanes. People don't believe in God, so how do they get into business class? You see a lot of unbelievers driving and um, Rolls Royce and nice cars all the time. How did they get it? If God, if, if this is how God manifests. Look, God has, God has no need of proving himself to anybody. He is God. If God would give you something for you to be sure that God is with you, he would give you what unbelievers don't have. He will make a difference between Israel and Egypt. Israel and Egypt. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like don't do well in this life. I mean, do well in life. But there are, what I'm pointing out to you is that there are higher things and there are greater things. I mean, your apartment, your Riverview apartment, who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor? So how can you use your Riverview apartment to say this is, I mean, how, what I mean is how can you end at that point that God is with me because my, my apartment looks over a river. When your neighbor is an unbeliever. Super unbeliever. It's a blessing, all right, but I'm showing you higher and greater blessings. That there is something that when you have, you know, unbelievers will have this one. Then you can tell us, this is God. This is God. God is with you. Not something that you get, you get if you're a little, you know, you have a bit of common sense. There's some things if you have common sense, you will have. Even if you read your Bible, let me show you. Let me show you a passage that maybe will surprise you. Should I show you a passage? Yes. A slight detail. Wow. Proverbs thirteen. Oh. Proverbs thirteen, verse seven. Look at Proverbs thirteen, verse seven. There is that maketh himself rich, yet has nothing, and there is that maketh himself poor, yet has great riches. These two people are walking on the streets of England. There are people who appear rich, they have nothing. And there are those who also appear poor, they have great riches. This, is the, this one is the Bible. So you can advise yourself how you want to carry yourself on the streets of London. Yes, there's those who make himself rich, presents himself, introduces himself as a rich person, does things that he thinks rich people do. And yet, it's not even his poor. He has nothing. He has nothing. And there are those 
there are those who make themselves poor. Who make themselves poor and they have great riches. You can't, you can't judge them by their clothes. They wear what you wear. When you say, he's, 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 you bought it from Peacock. He also has one from Peacock. And then you are, we are thinking, oh, we are, we are the same. Because he wears Peacock, he wears Peacock. He wears um, Primark, he also wears Primark. Someone said to me the other day, uh, she doesn't wear clothes from Boohoo. There's a shop called Boohoo, isn't it? Boohoo. Boohoo. I said, really? So I checked the price of clothes in Boohoo. I said, ah, it's very, very wise to buy things from Boohoo. It's all $12.99. Ninety-nine, nine ninety-nine. Boo hoo, boo hoo, hoo boo. <laughs> ah. You don't wear boo hoo, and you have nothing. I just by this verse, I'll choose to wear hoo boo. Not just to wear hoo boo. I wear hoo boo. And let's, com- let's compare bank balances. I'll go with my hubu. Hubu.co.uk. <laughs> Take me back to John chapter 4, verse 24. God is spirit. God is spirit. So be more inclined towards spiritual things. Have spiritual aims, spiritual targets, spiritual standards. I'll be more anointed. I'll be used by God. I'll work for God. I'll do things for God. Be more spiritual. Decide to become, because why? Why? Because God is spirit. So it's when you disguise someone as, she's spiritual. It's as, though, it's as though she's the odd one. It's as though she's the odd one. That's why sometimes you see leaders or pastors or whatever come under pressure to, it's almost like to strike a balance. Even when they are relating with their members or their sheep, it's like, I, I, it's like the, the people have to see that I'm also cool. I'm also into certain, certain jokes and certain things. So it's like, and say, well, unfortunately, the person is like a baby Christian who has accidentally become a pastor or a leader. Then you are in trouble. Because then the person takes you down because already the person has the temptation of fleshly things. They think that it's not cool to be spiritual. So let me appear like I actually understand, you know, I also understand earthly things a bit. Then there's a problem. Then we have a problem. But God is spirit. First Corinthians chapter 3. Wow. First Corinthians chapter number three. Verse one says that. Verse one says that. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Spiritual. Or spiritual. Whichever one will register best. I couldn't. It's like, it's like when I was coming, when I was coming, I had a plan. 
that I'm coming to speak to spiritual people. But as the, as the conversation or the meeting started, I realized that I am not with spiritual people. I've been in different meetings. How many of you know that I've been in different meetings? I've chaired different types of meetings. There are meetings that I can be in for two hours, three hours, and I will never say not even a word from what I plan to say. Do you understand? I've, I've, I've arrived with an agenda. I can't even talk about this, 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 this. But as soon as I start, I said, no. Because, and the only reason is because I'm speaking to people who are not on the same level. So you see, the meeting can change into arguments. Arguments, blasting, correction, rebukes, because you are dealing with carnal people and babies. You can't even share a verse. You start talking like an old grown-up uncle giving advice to his grandchildren because, because the people are not spiritual. So it is important to become spiritual. It is important to become spiritual and to be a spiritual person and to be inclined, to be more like God, more like God, more like God, more of God's way. I call the group ones to talk to. I always remember because in that meeting I felt like I was 17 years old. 17 years old in sixth form. The debates and the arguments I used to have in sixth form. I said to myself I even said it to them. I said why are you making me talk like, a six, like I was in, I'm still in sixth form. Why are you making me talk like that? Because these are the arguments you used to have about this footballer. This is the best footballer. This is the best this. Do you remember when you were in sixth form? Some of you are still there. So Yes. Yes. Arguing World Cup, this, this person is that this, this is the best footballer. No, this guy stop. I mean, I just go to have a meeting. It's like argument. When I talk, somebody talks back. When I talk, this, it's like, now I, am I 17 years old? Am I 17? Get up and go. I had to send all of them out. I said, yeah, go, 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 go. Because the people are like babies, baby Christians. So let's learn today the principles of. Of what? Spirituality. Spirituality. I'm going to use those principles to become spiritual. Okay, let's start. Principle number one. After you are born again, wow, you must become spiritual. Hold on. Spirituality is not stupidity. And spirituality is not madness. Did you get it? After you are born again, you must become spiritual. Then, colon. Spirituality, colon means, that is to say. That's why I keep, that's why I keep emphasizing on the colon, because you need a colon. I remember who, whoever did a note for the spiritual growth, they didn't use the colons. Yes. Yes. So after you are born again, you must be spiritual. Column, that is to say, spirituality is not stupidity and spirituality is not madness. So don't be shy of being spiritual or being described as a spiritual person or improving on your spirituality. Acts 26 verse 19 quickly. 
Acts 26, verse 19. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coasts of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent and tend to God and do works meet for repentance. Keep going. For these causes, the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both to small and great, saying none, none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer, and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead, and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. Verse 24. And as he thus speak for himself, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Do you understand beside thyself? If you don't understand it, he said, that's, that's semicolon. Much learning doth make thee mad. Verse 25. But he said, I am not mad, most noble Festus, but speak forth the words of truth and soberness. Is it? There's a chance that when you are spiritual, somebody will think that you are mad. So you think that you are mad. Some of you must have been called mad by now. So say you are mad. What is this speaking in tongues? What is this church every day? What is this soul winning every day? What is this thing that you have you have lined up? You have lined up, you've lined up a Stratford station. And you are dancing. <laughs> it's like it's like you, you must, I mean, you must be mad. You must be crazy. You must be out of your bunkers. That's how you see that people develop a certain lifestyle and a certain image when they are backsliding. That image is an image of I am matured. I am matured. They develop some airs of maturity. So they become normal, sane. They blend in into the world, not into not into Christ or the. They blend in into the world. They are more acceptable. That's why you can't. That's why you can't easily find a certain type of person in church. Because, because without saying it, they consider church people, zealous church people, on fire church people as mad people. They don't say, but in their mind, these people are mad. So how can I join them? When you watch, when someone starts backsliding, he becomes more controlled, more controlled, and more together. You can reason with him and you can understand him. And has reasons, he has reasons why he's not so jumpy anymore. I heard a, a football coach once saying that it's like now he's mature, so he's not as jumpy as a zealous one that has just come. But he was actually backsliding in coaching. He said, now he's more, he's like, now he's more, he's like, 
It's like he used to be like this. He used to jump and shout and, and run around there, but now he's small. He doesn't even move. Even when his team is losing, he doesn't move. He just sits. He sits from minute one to the, he just sits. And writes notes and gives it to his assistant to go and shout. He doesn't shout. Cool. Controlled. Together. And his team is losing. And he's there. Cool. And the season ends and they win nothing. But he's cool. He's matured. He's like, he's like a matured. He's like now matured. And the person who is jumping and shouting is winning the, the league. I'm surprised what it takes for you to see that I'm a prophet. (laughs) So, spirituality is not madness. Spirituality is not madness. When you are spiritual, you're not going off. I came out of the train this this morning and climbing the stairs out of the station. I was speaking in tongues. I was shouting. Yeah, I was shouting. I was shouting on the stairs. I was, I was shouting. I don't even know why. If you ask me why, I don't know. As I just came out, I was just shouting, shouting. There were a crowd around to my left and to my right. Till I came out of Tower Hill Station. Then I said, let me keep my cool now. I'm sure some people must have thought that he's, you know. You know this guy, he's had a bit of the... Yeah. But if they were to ask me, I would have responded, I am not mad. I am not mad. I am not mad. I am not mad. Spirituality is not madness. Though someone will describe you as mad. Those of us say, why are you not eating? Why are you fasting? I always remember my boss at work. A lady boss. She was called Helen. She got up from her desk and came to my desk and held me by the side. He said, Richard, you've become a bag of bones. She held me like this, a bag of bones. Why? Why? And I said, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. I'm not mad. And she was holding my shirt like this. I could have sued her for harassment. Because <laughs> she was harassing me in the office. She was harassing me. She was trying to grab the bones because I had become bones. Because I was fasting dry. Dry. No water, nothing. Yes. And I was going to work and come when I see when I see the train. No energy. No, 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 no. No, there was a particular train that I used to catch at London Bridge. When I get there. Every time when I get there, I hear those sounds. You know the sound that the doors are about to close? Beep, 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 beep. So I just had to do hop, step, boom, then I'm in. But this particular fast. 
by the second or third week. I remember as I came down the escalator, I saw the trailer. Beep, beep, beep. I, said, I said to myself, you can go. You can, you can, you can go. You can go. There was, there, was, there, was, there was literally no energy. I had to save all the energy for prayer and for other things. But she thought I was mad. She said, she said look, say, look, at, look at what you've become. Look, look, look at you. Look at what you've done to yourself. Why? I think she, she even wanted to do like counseling. It's like, it's like there's a problem. I'm sure she felt I had a problem. There's, a, there's something going on. I'm depressed. I have some, you know, there's a, there's a problem. My wife is, I need money. You know, it's like something, something is going on. Something is going on. She tried, but whatever is going on, she'll never understand it. And I am not mad. I am not mad. How many of you can see that I'm not, I was not mad? Yes. You are not mad. Principle number two. You must become spiritual. You must become. Principle number two. After you are born again, you must become spiritual. Colon. Spirituality is not a lack of education. Verse 26 of Acts, verse 24 of Acts 26. Much learning doth make thee mad. Festus could see that Paul is an educated person. So, spirituality is not for the uneducated. You can't, you can't fall out of school and, and say because, because of ministry or because of God. Because of God, so you are not going to school because, because you have a calling. I say, yeah, yeah, we have a calling. I'm, I'm called. I'm called. I feel the calling. I, I sense the calling. You see, the, the call is getting stronger and stronger. So I have, I have, to, I have to drop out. No, you can't, you can't drop out. You can't drop out. If you drop out, what will you do? From morning till evening, Monday to Friday, Saturday, what will you do? What do you have to do? Because people like to people like to use ministry and these things to explain explain their failures in school. When they don't have much to do anyway. You don't have much to do. Our pastor is a medical doctor. He's a medical doctor. Do you know the grades that it takes to do medicine? You just got your A-level results. Do you know the grades? The required grades to study medicine. It's been like that for years. It's the kindness, kindness of the British educational system that has made, that has made people comfortable with all kinds of interesting courses. It's the, it's the kindness. It's almost, like, it's almost like there are a lot of people. So let's make people, every, any course you go for the open, open day, it's like this is the best course to do. Even when they are teaching you how to shine spoons. It's like, this is the best course to come and do. Come and shine spoons. And you have, you have ladies with placards and things standing there. Spoon shiners. 
and then they will find one in her final year to come and talk to you people. See, when I came, the school is very, very and shining of spoons is a very interesting course because when you finish, you have so many job opportunities that you can shine spoons anywhere in the world. Tell ourselves the truth. So you can even be serious in life. And if, if, if you are not serious, at least you'll be honest. That there are some, there are some causes that is still up there. Even if, even if we are in 20, we can be in 2020. Which year do you want? 2091. We can be, there are some causes. It's still up there. Whichever, whichever university country you choose to study it in, you will discover the grades are the same. The grades are the same. If you get in without the grades, it's not because the grades and the standards were lowered, but because your un- it's your uncle who is the <laughs> chancellor. That's the only reason why you're in. You're not in because the grades were lowered. There's some courses that are still and I'm saying this so that our pastor, that is what he studied. Those are his grades. Today, when you, when you, you give it, just, just type search. Grades required to study medicine and see what will come up. It will give you, it will give you about 19 or 20 something universities and check all the grades. All, all are the same. All are the same. All. Spirituality. It's not the same of lack of education. I'm not going to school again. Go to school. When you finish first degree, first, first degree, first degree is not the end of the road. Your first degree can't give you a job. Have you not realized it? After you finish first degree, you have to, there's something else you have to do. Get a profession. I finished first degree. Now I'm into speaking in tongues. That is why your father has decided that he won't go to church because of the way you represent church. Yes. If your brothers have seen the look since you started going to church, you are studying more. Your grades are getting better. You seem to have a vision. You are doing well, pursuing careers, and, and still going to church. And I, they will say, ah, this church thing, it looks as though it's an important thing. It looks as though it's an important thing. You must be educated. Spiritual doesn't mean you must be uneducated. Or you should choose some um, cleaning of spoons, a degree in cleaning of spoons. How can you clean spoons for the rest of your life? Or you think you're going to be 27 forever? Soon you'll be 54. Spirituality runs through all aspects of your life. That's why I'm talking to you about education this morning. That's why I'm talking to you about education. And be educated properly. You know the course you are studying is not taking you anywhere. You know it. You know it. You know it. Don't let me give examples for you to say that I'm discriminating. It's educational discrimination. You know it. You know it. 
You know it. That's the reason why he didn't study engineering. He should have studied engineering. Why didn't you study engineering? Why did you study spoon cleaning? Now that you know that the clean of spoons is not going to help me. Move on. Move on. Move out of these corner shop jobs. Corner shop jobs. Do you know corner shop jobs? Jobs with no name. Jobs with no name and low ceilings. In the corner of a street. An uncle's business he just opened. Uncle's uncles are accounting firm. Why are you laughing? No, I'm serious. It can't can't be the rest of it. It can't be your life forever. It shouldn't be. And forgive me if you don't like what I'm saying. Yes. Because you see, because the same type of people that I'm describing who don't like studying, don't like feathering the education, who didn't want to aim for a profession. There's something called a profession. It's different from getting a degree. Profession. Next time you're filling forms, you see there's a drop, a drop box, whatever. It comes and says, you're looking for your profession. When you can't find what you studied there, it means you haven't finished going to school. Recently, I found I found a minister of religion. I said, ah, "That's it. I'm, I'm okay. It's okay. I'm okay now. I'm okay now." Yeah. What's that? They said, "What am I? I said, I'm a vicar." I said, what's, "What's a vicar? I said, I'm a pastor. What's a pastor?" I said, I said, "Look, look for minister of religion." Then she said, "Ah, it's there." I said, "Yes, it's there. It's there. It's there. I've been working hard in life, and you must find me there." Go and check if there's Basenta leader there. There's no Basenta leader. It means you haven't finished studying. You haven't finished working. You haven't finished. You haven't finished. You have to study. Choose, choose. So those of you who are now going. Choose a course that will end with a profession. Not, not, not a project that a, a, you went for open day and someone told you that is good. You think, or oh, even ask, ask, ask. There are some courses. There are some courses. Everybody I know who chose that course. Ends up with nothing. You shall start a spoon. What what does a spoon was? Yes. But you see, it's presented, it's presented as though as though it's on the same line as a medical doctor. But you are not, you are not. If you ask me, I'll tell you, become a nurse. Do you know how rich nurses are? And do you know how intelligent nurses are? Intelligent. I don't to choose this useless course. Look, that course is useless. Don't force me to say it. it's useless. 
don't know anybody. When I said, I mean, I don't know any, and I know all of you, and I don't know anybody. I mean, what I said, I mean, I know, I know quite a number of people in this life. I've been around long enough to see cycles of graduations. What's 25 divided by 3? 8. 8. At least I've seen 8 graduations. Yes. Of people who do 3-year courses. Small, 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 3, 3-year three courses. Yes. I've seen eight. I've not seen any of them who did that course. Who have, have had anything serious waiting for them. You thought you are not in church. You are in church. That's what I'm reading. Much learning does make thee mad. Education. Education. It's being spiritual doesn't mean you are not educated. That's why I can talk to you about education. I can talk to you about jobs. I can talk, talk to you about choosing of careers. I can, I can explain. I can point you in the right direction. Even if I'm spiritual, I'm more spiritual than all of you. If I'm more spiritual than me, stand up. Let's talk. You won't stand up. Someone is shaking her head. Say, no, 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 no. Yeah, stand up. Let's talk. Let's reason together. what you start. When you start something, finish it. Don't drop out in the middle and spend the rest of your life lying that I studied this, studying something you didn't study. Finish it. Finish. 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 And do what, do what your strength can make you do. Yeah. You may not get two A stars and an A. Study met, but there's another there's another route to get there. It may be longer, but you will get there. Look. Um I use this illustration. Somebody was trying to get a driving license. Is that what you call it? License or passport? License. Yes. License. I think I think she did her test. It was a lady. At the point, her instructor asked her that has she drank brandy? She said, you've had a bit of the old brandy, isn't it? <laughs> because I think her drive was, it was, I don't know. Can you imagine your instructor teaching you how to drive? I said, you've had a bit of the old brandy, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's like the person is driving, the person is drunk. <laughs> She failed about five or six times. But I remember the last, the last but one attempt when she told me. You see, I said to her, I said to her, perhaps that was the first time I said to somebody that uh, the last time you failed was the last time you ever failed. You see, but my mind was telling me something that if this lady even makes 10 attempts and gets her driver's license, there's nothing that states on any driver's license after the 10th attempt. There's nothing. That's a wisdom that a lot of people lack. And you give yourself unnecessary pressure. 
the degree you have not perhaps is, is, is not doing anything to your life. And you are 21. Three more years to your 21 gives you 24. You're still a baby. You're still a baby. But you, you have decided that my life ends at 21. Or not end. My life is defined by what I've been able to achieve at 21. It's not wisdom. You're not being wise. You're not being wise and you're not being fair to yourself. When your whole life is waiting for, do you know you can easily live up to 80? 80 take away 21 is what? Deborah. <laughs> 50 what? 59. So for the rest of the 59 years of your life, you are going to say you are, in, you are into ministry. Ministry that you can't do. Most uneducated people can't do ministry. No, 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 no. Hey, look, if you care to know, be quiet so I can tell you. If you care to know, if you care to know, the people with most difficulty in ministry are uneducated people or not so well educated because they lack broadness. They lack broadness. The absence of latitude on different... If you, if the number of times you have to repeat an instruction... I work with people. I work with people who are not even pastors. They are not even pastors. But I don't give instruction twice. When I say once, but see, what, what is at work? What is at work? What is at work? It's not. It's not even anointing. It's common sense. Common sense. The reason why. The reason why. You see, your your grades at a certain level is a reflection of common sense. Doctor, am I lying? You are not lying. Yes, there's a doctor. So if I'm lying, he should tell me. Just common sense. Common sense. Do this. Let's do this. When we bring, when we bring the the pop up stance, put it at this angle. Lack of intention. It will never be done. Every Sunday I come, I'll be angry over pop up stand because someone's brain is not working well. Though the person claims, I'm, I'm, I love God. I love God. But check the person's background. You see that? No, he couldn't do certain things. That's why he, he doesn't understand how to put a normal, but just put, how to put it. He can't, he can't get it. He can't get it. And yet he separates spirituality from education. Or oh, he feels education is not important. He feels when you are educated, then you are not, you can't be spiritual. fall of the ministry like there's a book those who are ignorant if you get to read it, read it you will see why people become disloyal rebellious unnecessarily unnecessarily rebellious and reactionary they don't understand anything if I can start talking today about understanding the number of verses in the bible about understanding to understand that you can understand Oh, I even feel like crying. How somebody doesn't understand. Don't do this. Or do this. Or it's okay. He can't get it. He can't get it. He can't get it. He can't get it. It's like a rhino. Rhino coming to you. You are saying to the rhino, go away. The rhino won't get it. You have to stand up and say, hey, hey. 
hey, hey. You have to take out a gun. And the rhino will even see that you've pointed into the air and shoot into the air before the rhino will turn and go. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. If you have to be screamed at before you get, you understand something or catch something, you're in an animal world. Yes. Next principle. Hey. Tell somebody, don't do this. Hey, that's exactly what it's, it's, it's an absence of spirituality. We said from because a certain foundation is not there. You think you, you understand the Bible if you're a fool? The Bible talks about fools. Do you think God calls fools or he's interested in fools? Come on, the days of ignorance. You come and stand there and say, The Lord called me, they called the Lord called me, so I didn't finish my GCSE. You know that they don't these people when you meet them, even normal accountant to even prepare an account to even send off to authorities that be they can't even understand it. You see them talking and say, We we bind all authorities. We shall go through. We shall go through. By the blood. We sprinkle the blood into their eyes. Sprinkle the blood into their eyes. By the blood. And he overcame them by the blood. Well, Jesus is sitting there saying that give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Pass exams that you have to pass. And give to your basenta what you have to give to your basenta. Don't say that because of Basenta, I can't go to school. I can't finish my essay. I can't finish my dissertation. I can't meet deadlines. What if you can't meet deadlines? You can't meet deadlines. You are the same person who can't do ministry and won't be able to do ministry. Nobody will suck you. You will suck yourself. Especially in a ministry like First Love. First Love, our brains are not on leave. We, th- we think, pa. In fact, if you can't think, you even, be, you, you even embarrass yourself. You embarrass yourself. Because we think. You think as I'm preaching, I don't know what the time is. I know, I know what the time is more than you. Oh. Anyway, time is going. Let's preach. <laughs> <laughs> principle number what? Three. Okay, principle number three. After you are born again, you must become spiritual. Colon. Spirituality is not the rejection of knowledge, but the including of God in your knowledge. When you become spiritual, it doesn't mean you are rejecting knowledge. Rather, you include God in your knowledge. Romans chapter 1. How many of you are going to be serious about your education? Very, very, very serious. How many of you realize that you haven't finished, you haven't finished schooling? You, you, have, you have to be serious in school well and still be spiritual. Yeah, you haven't finished. You haven't finished. 
Okay, let me not say it. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and righteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they had knowledge of God, knowledge. They glorified not, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. This is a type of heart to have, foolish heart. One day when we talk about types of hearts, you see that we'll read Romans one twenty one. And I'll tell you, this is a type of heart, foolish heart. Verse 22. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. <laughs> Keep going. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Doesn't people start worshipping images? Some have crabs, lobsters, birds, as their God, as their God, as their God. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Go back to 24. You see, when you see People dishonoring their own bodies. Not like a murderer. When you find a body that has been mutilated, you know, somebody has done something to somebody. But now, when you see people that their own body now, now they dishonor their own body. They don't treat their own body with respect. It's a sign that the person is drifting away from God. These are, these are the early signs. When you start drifting away from God, you see that with the person, the person has to got respect for himself. Dishonoring their own bodies between themselves. I do to you, you do, you do to me. <laughs> you see, the absence of God, not retaining God in your knowledge. You may be very intelligent, very intelligent. You can call yourself a scientist. An inventor, you, I mean, you can be very, very, very intelligent, but the absence of God in all the things you have acquired, all the knowledge you have acquired, leads you to a certain realm that the Bible is teaching us to be able to spot. So we don't find some things that are not attractive, attractive. They start dishonoring their own bodies between themselves. Verse 25. Who changed the truth of God into a lie? And worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Next one. For this cause, God gave them up 
unto vile affections. Jail of vile affections. Says, give us another translation so they can, we can read it. Then we come back to King James quickly. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulge in sex with each other. How, 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 did, it, how did we get here? When God was not retained in what we know, all our inventions, all our inventions, inventions in building, inventions, inventions in cars, I mean cars. You sit in cars today, and so you are sitting on an aeroplane. The comfort, the things, the car can do different all there, but there is no God in it. And the Bible says, it's like, it's like don't, be, don't be so impressed and even change your aim in life to become like them. Who didn't retain God? When you don't retain God, this is the sign. This is, it's, not, it's not something to even judge somebody or discuss. It's just to tell you that this thing that you are seeing is not, it's not like a modern way of living. It's not, like, it's not like the cool thing to do or the nice thing to do now or it's okay to, it's, it's a result of rejection of God. It means nothing but these people, when you see these people have rejected God. That's all it means. That's all it means. That's all we, you must, we must go more, we must do more witnessing. More evangelism. More outreaches. Because to, for those who, especially those who live in Europe, it's, it's very clear. You see these things more than anywhere else in the world. It's not creeping into other places, but here it's advanced. Advanced, established, accepted. There's no stigma to it. There's no stigma. I was at an airport yesterday waiting for my flight back. What airport was littered with this? I kept telling my wife, this is another one. This is another one. I kept I was pointing them out to us. Rejection of God. Rejection of God. When you see it, when you see it, it doesn't mean anything else apart from rejection of God in their knowledge. In their knowledge, in what they know. The things they've learned, the things they've studied, how advanced they've become. I was alive when mobile phones were invented. You came to meet mobile phones. I was here when it came. Big like a pulpit. <laughs> I was here when mobile phones came. I was here when text, text was invented. Text used to pay by, I think, either word or letter. I can't remember. It tells you the number of, number of letters you've typed. You can't type anymore. Yes. Inventions. Inventions, knowledge, inventions. I was around when emails were invented. My first email was something demon dot something. And at the point I said, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, you want to read the, you ask the pastor for his email address. I said, Lighthouse Chapel International at demon dot something. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want it. I don't want it again. Inventions, knowledge, knowledge, but no God. Knowledge, but no God. 
used to go Tottenham Court Road to shop for computers. Big boxes. Asking for speed. Ram this, ram that. Different, I mean. Because it's, it's the only place you could send the email from. It's from that thing. With the dialing thing. When you press it. I mean. Is it not amazing to you? That today you can hold your phone like this whilst, whilst you are there. Even as we were singing, I was watching some people, they were chatting on phone. No God. Let's chat. Let's chat. When preaching starts, we'll stop. God hasn't come to preaching has started. You're chatting like that. You can't do anything. You can talk to anybody. Anybody, anywhere in the world by this. Anybody, anywhere in the world. You see people, look as though they are writing notes. But you see, you'd be surprised when you take their phone. Pray the pastor doesn't come to take your phone to use as a... Anyway, she's writing notes. She's writing notes. Verse 27. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman. There's a use of a woman when you get married. When you get married. Burned in their last one toward another. Men, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. It must be in 1985 or at least the 80s, mid 80s. When a preacher, a teacher, a teaching priest called Derek Prince prophesied about homosexuality. He said, you see it in England. You see it. And he said, when you see it, you should know that the end is near. There was, there was nothing. He said, homosexuality. It's almost like I'm talking about hair braids. Then, just a few years ago, just a few years ago, just a few years ago, there was nothing like that. Somebody will be teaching and it's like a prophecy that something is coming. Prepare for it. It's coming. Said, then you will know that the end is near. When you see that, then you will know. Bishop sent me a picture the other day. He sent me a picture of nurses in Leeds in the theater on their knees praying before they start work. This was in 1956, I think. Yes, the picture. I have the picture on my phone. The picture says, nurses in Leeds, 1956. Praying. You see them in their wonderful uniform and they have those, that long thing like nuns. They dress like nuns. Yeah. Kneeling down like that, praying with a patient on, on, the, on the bed. Praying before. Today, if you like, go and pray. Go and pray. I'd rather, see, I'd rather see people who have lost their, their jobs because they went to pray with a patient. But just a few years ago, not long ago, just a few, 1956 people are alive. They are alive. People born in 1956, they are alive. They are not 70 yet. They are walking around strong. They feel they are young. 1956. Praying before they start work. Today they drink coffee before they start work. Yeah. There's coffee, yeah. There's coffee, no God. There they are. Verse 28. And even as they did not retain God 
in their knowledge. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, not retaining God. See, as you become educated, as I'm encouraging you, do masters, do PhD, do this, go for it. Am I not encouraging you? Please, keep God. Keep God. Keep God. Don't get to a point where you start talking like a fool. That because of work, you can't go to church anymore. You can't serve God anymore. Don't talk, don't come, don't come and talk like a fool. Otherwise, then leave yourself at the level you are at. And clean spoons. Yeah, clean spoons. You are better off to clean spoons and have God. Than earn millions and become a fool. God gave them over to a reprobate man. It's a type of thinking, a type of mind that you have when you reject God. In all the things that you know and you learn and you study and you master, when you master the knowledge, you master that area of life, retain God. Still come to church. Still come to church. Still be able to jump. Those of you who dance, still be able to dance. Still be able to jump. Still be able to scream. When I say somebody screams, still be able to scream. Maintain your joy and your happiness in church. It's like now you've grown up and matured. Now you can't jump anymore. You can't jump anymore. You can't spin anymore. You can't kneel down and lift up your hands. You can't even cry. You can't even cry. You cry. You cry when you see your beloved. You can't cry when you see God. But do you, do you know why people can't cry when they see Because they don't know him. They don't know him. They don't know. That's, that's how they, even when he's around, they can't tell that he's around. They don't know who he is. But you will know God. Amen. And you will keep him. You, know, you will keep him. You will keep him. Ah. Do you think God, God has allowed first love to exist just for fun? No. For a reason. To save young people. Count yourself a privilege. Don't disappoint God. You will never be a disappointment to God. Let God feel he's made the right choice. Let God feel. Let God feel he has made the right choice. He has saved you. He has really saved the right people. To be torch bearers. Torch bearers. In the nation and in nations. Don't, keep, don't let God say to, to himself, what is plan C? Because you are plan B. Don't let him say to himself, what is, what is plan C? Who else can I move to? Because he has said in his scriptures, if you fail to praise him, he said, the stones, I'll let the stones, the stones will praise me. Stones. Let's not disappoint God. Let's not disappoint God. Let's start giving God reasons and excuses why we can't serve him, why we can't work for him, why we can't do things for him because of this. I have a project. I have the deadline. My wife, my husband, my this, my dad. You're giving God reasons. Hmm. Ah. It's hard not to believe in God. It's hard. It's a hard life to reject God or to, or to put God on the side. It's a hard life, very, very hard life. Principle number four. After you're born again, you must become spiritual. 
colon. Spirituality. Are you there? Spirituality is not the rejection of signs. Colossians 4.14. Luke, the beloved physician. Luke was a scientist. Was a scientist. He was not. Because you're a scientist, doesn't mean that you can't worship God or work for God or serve God. Mm. He was a medical doctor. So those of you studying medicine, and those of you who are doctors, you can serve God. That's why we have a reverend minister here. He's a medical doctor. He is. He's not a doctor of trees or... He's a medical doctor. He's a specialist. He's specialized. He hasn't just got MBCHB. After that, he specialized. And he's a pastor. He's the one who does your marriage counseling and talks to you. He has, he has brains. Brains and anointing. Yes. Oh, like I'm not going to school anymore. I'm not going to school anymore. I'm okay. I mean, I, I, feel, I, I sense the calling very, very strong. No. It's not the call you're saying. That's why you couldn't finish your exams because you're feeling sleepy. You sense the sleep very, very, very strong. <laughs> your senses are generally very strong. Anything that has to be sensed, you sense it. No, I'm explaining to you, it's, it's a principle. It's the same principle that has made you a non-achiever. Because you sense sleep very strong, then you sleep. You sense sex very strong, then you go and have sex. So now ministry, do this, then you sense something else very strong, so you don't finish schooling. Everything you sense, then you don't do. You are too fleshy, too fleshy and lazy. That's so how you can't keep a job. Have you seen people who can't keep jobs? There are people who can't keep jobs. And always blame the employer. I employ people, so I know, I know what it is like. I know the different types of workers. I'm the last person to come and discuss your employer with. Don't try it. When you start talking, I just know who you are. And because I even like live with you, as you are complaining about your employer, I say to myself, oh, that is why you couldn't do this. That's how you are. That's why you couldn't do this. That's why you can't do this. That's why you can't wake up and pray. That's why you can't follow up. That's why, oh, oh, it occurs to me. I'm sorry I've confessed. I'm the last person you come and complain your employer. Because I employ people. I know different types of workers. I know people who can't work. I know people who don't work well. I know people who don't like, who can't work under pressure. I know people who don't like deadlines. Let's meet a deadline. Let's do it. Let's do it. I know people who can't do it. They are not any better in ministry. Trust me, they are not any better. They are not at all. They are not at all. They are as lazy here as they are there. As they are sacked here, so will I like to sack them here. Luke. Interesting, Luke wrote more of the New Testament than Paul did. 
I don't know who told us that Paul wrote two thirds of the New Testament, and we have lived by it that Paul is the one who really wrote it. But Luke wrote more. Luke, the scientist. Paul was an art student, he was a lawyer. Yeah, Paul was a lawyer, he was an art student. Keep saying he wrote this, he wrote it, but the scientist wrote more. Wow. It's not fantastic. Are you happy if you're a science student? How many science students are here? Give me a wave. Okay. You are really here. Okay. Oh, you don't know what you are. I don't know. Spoon cleaning is a science. It's an art. Okay. The science students are rejecting you. Paul, Paul wrote 32,407 words. And Luke wrote 37,933. Yeah. Principle number five. After you are born again, you must become spiritual. Spirituality, then colon, spirituality is not the rejection of reason and logic and reasonable judgment. You must be able to reason with people. When witnessing, reaching out, you should be able to reason with people. You should be able to reason with them. Whichever angle they come from, you should be able to reason with them. When you meet an atheist, don't say, oh, you're going to hell. No, you should be able to reason with them. One of the things you will discover about atheists is that it's a, it's a difficult life to live. In fact, they, have, they actually have more faith than Christians. I'll explain it to you because there's a book, there's a book that I always mention. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. When you read, it has different arguments of different angles that atheists. Because you see, an atheist, you have to believe something. I'll, I'll give you an example. The example that I was using when I met that man at Skipple Airport and he said he doesn't believe in God. But he believes in an explosion. Now, we Christians believe that, if you like, we believe that something exploded. But we believe that somebody made the thing that exploded. Atheists are saying that something exploded. Nobody made it. Which one needs more faith? I mean, which one needs more faith to believe? You just wake up and say, something exploded. Then you start your life from there. And I'm saying, okay, something exploded. But somebody made the thing that exploded. So I'm more relaxed in life. To follow you, I need to go and master some faith and carry that. Hey, so where did it come from? Before it exploded, where? You can't answer that question. I have, that, I have the answer to that question. Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. You don't have anything. You just said it's exploded. What exploded? What exploded? Where did that thing come from? When you see a beautiful Mercedes on the streets, you say there's a manufacturer. And you look at the world. With human beings, beautiful ones, beautiful ones, nice ones, different colors, different shades. Each color has different shades. Long hair, short hair. 
people see people's hair and they go and buy go and buy a, a, a false version of the hair they have seen. I was telling someone the other day, you, you have hair. Then you've always tied it like a, a, this thing, a horse's tail. I said, the hair you have, can't you see that people are shopping and buying it to wear it? And then someone said, like a helmet. I said, yeah, they wear it like a helmet. So, so, so that they'll look like you. You have it. And you've always turned it into a horse's tail. And somebody's wearing the helmet. You don't say, well, church, what you're preaching, you say all the time. If you say, if you wonder, what's the problem? It's a sign that they're wearing a helmet. <laughs> God has made all these beautiful things. All these nice things. God has made it. And you don't believe in God. Don't believe in God. You think you just happened by chance. A beautiful person like you. I mean, when a baby is born, they can predict the age, the age the child will start doing this. So at this age, the child will do this. At this age, the child, and the child will do exactly at that age. And we don't, we don't we say, there's no God. There's no God, then there's who? God is great, oh. Is great. Do you know why I'm saying God is great? Because great people and people who have achieved great things really don't announce themselves and don't force themselves on you. If you start serving God seriously, you discover things. What you say to yourself, so all these years, has it been like this? It has been like that. It has been like that. It has been like I was with some people the other day and I said to them, let's look up. As Bishop has been teaching us, I said, look up. And I said to them, that's Venus, the day star. That is it. In the same, you see them in a line like this. I said, Venus, this is Jupiter, closer to the moon, Jupiter. Then down there is the red planet, Mars. It's there. If you care, let's go out, I'll show you. If you care to see it, I'll show it to you. But it's always been there. It's always been there. Always. My hair has gone gray before I discovered it. God has never, God never came down to the law. I am great. If you look up, you will see things are good. Never. Never. I can show you constellations. I'll show you. That's the big dipper. I was in uh, Barbados and I said, that is Leo. You know the star Leo? I said, that is it with the tail. You see, the scorpion. No, not 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 laid, scorpion, scorpion. Yes, I said that's it. That's the tail. Look at the tail down there. You see, it's you. I mean, you will see it, and it's been there. You you see, it. it's there. It sits there. It sits there right there. It's like, do you know me? You don't know me. You don't. You don't know how great God is. You can't see His greatness. Step out. Look up there. You you will be surprised. That is mass. Mass is sitting there. Red. It's there. And it's been there all your life. 
before you were born. Has God told you to you in a dream before? It's people who are not so great and successful who boast. Yes. When he seems someone showing off, it means he hasn't got anything. All he has is what he's showing. Show, show. <laughs> Look, we've got to finish now. God is great. Principle six. Did I give you scriptures for principle five? Acts 24, 23 to 25. He was able to reason with Felix. He was able to reason with him. And Felix was trembling after. He trembled. Acts 24, read from verse 23 to 25. Okay? And then Acts 18, verse 4. So principle number six. After you're born again, you must become spiritual. Spirituality is not the absence of common sense. Common sense is applied in four main areas of life. One, food. Two, drink. Three, rest. Four, sex. Mark chapter, Mark chapter 5, verse 42. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of 12 years. And they were astonished with great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it. And commanded that something should be given her to eat. This is a person who has just performed a wonderful miracle. His next instruction is eat. Eat. It's common sense that we used to eat. When you're a spiritual, it doesn't mean that you don't eat. You have to eat. <laughs> yes. You have to eat when you're not fasting. You eat. You use energy. When you are studying, those of you, oh, as students, when you are studying, you think you don't have time to eat. That is, that, that's why you black out. And you, at a point, you can't, even, you can't even take anything. because You don't understand what is going on as you are studying. You need to eat. You need to eat. You even need to take a nap, a short power nap and wake up. But you, see, you are not science, so you don't know all these things. You keep studying, you, you, feel, you feel that studying is that I have stayed up. I've been up, I've been studying since 6 a.m., 6 p.m. And nothing, nothing, you are not able to retain anything. And you don't know what, eat, need a break. Huh. As I'm preaching, I can't, even, I can't even tell when you stop concentrating. You stop, you stop, you stop, you you start making noises. <laughs> no, you have to eat. Eating is important. There's time to eat and there's time to fast. So eating is an important thing. You eat to be healthy and you eat certain types of foods too. Don't be that type who says that hey, you see, in the name of Jesus, nothing will happen. Sometimes we behave, we behave, we relate with God as though we are cars. You understand? Your car can't tell you that it needs fuel. I mean, even though it will tell that you need fuel, but you have to decide that I have to put fuel in. God has given us brains, brains to do some things. Brains, that's, that's why He gave us the brains. It must be great that He gave you the brains. Brains that get up and do this, get up and do that. 
But there's another, another strand that people have. They don't do anything. They have headache. They won't take paracetamol. They have this. They won't take this. They are aging. They won't take um, food supplements. Have, and it's like, it's almost as though all those things are non-spiritual. It's like, it's non-spiritual. It's like, it's non-spiritual. And you see it in their ministry work. This is, I compare things. So I compare. When I meet some of the person is like this, I don't take paracetamol, I don't take this. Then I compare ministry work. You see, the same, the same. The, same. the Bible said, Christ, the power of God, and Christ, the wisdom. And those people, too, they don't, they don't pray more than those who have the wisdom to pray. So don't we are into prayer. After you have prayed, go on evangelism. Yes, after you, after you have prayed, go and to follow up. After you have prayed, have a program. Because as you are praying, God will speak to you. God will speak to you on what to do. But there are people who just decide, we are just into prayer. Even vitamin C, take vitamin God is my vitamins. The Holy Ghost is my vitamins. No, it's the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of God to have some things. It is the wisdom of God. Even though the world has abused some things, but it is God's wisdom. This pill thing that they are legalizing, you can take the pill to abort, they'll give it to you at home to abort. It's not, it's not for foolish people. I'm sure there'll be a good reason why that invention came by. But it's just going to fall into the hands of fools. But it's God's wisdom. It's God's wisdom. It's God's wisdom. Every good thing and every perfect thing comes from above. You don't have hair. You say you won't wear a wig. You see, all you are saying, let me help you. All you are saying is that I don't want to look as beautiful as I look when I was younger. That's all you're saying. The hair of a lady is a beauty. Yes, that's all you're saying. Because as you are growing, as whether you like your hair gets lighter. Your hair, your hair at 30 is not as it was when you were um, how old? 15. And the wisdom of God has created wigs for you to look. He said, no, as for me, I don't, I don't put anything in my hair. No, you will, you, will, you will soon look older than your age. It's just wisdom to maintain your freshness and your beauty and your mother. Me, I don't wear this. I don't do this. I'm not into this. I won't do this. I'm not going to do this. You see, it's your, it's your, it's your philosophy. But I'm explaining to you what your philosophy means. That being spiritual doesn't mean become a fool. Your hair's not working. He says, wear a wig. He said, I command you to grow. If you like start wearing a wig and see if you can get a beloved. The same day, somebody will come and tell you that, hey, sister, I had a dream. It looks like you're the one I saw in the dream. Huh? Huh? 
because you are treating yourself when he sees you, he feels like he's seeing one of his mates he plays six aside with on, on Monday night. Drink. The next thing our common sense was drink. First Timothy 5.23. Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake. And thine often infirmities. It's like your, your plenty sicknesses that come. Use a little wine. So you are say, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for today. Thank God for today. Thank God for today. Thank God for today. 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 Thank God today. 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 I'm not saying you should go and drink. No. There are some there are some medicines of supplements that you need. From a certain age or a certain point, you need it. It's common sense that God gives. It's common. Spirituality doesn't mean we don't now we don't think again. Then when you are driving, close your eyes because God will take you. <laughs> Did he not say that he will give his angels charge over you? That you don't dash your foot against a stone. Yes. When you say the invention of Viagra is from the devil? <laughs> How can it be from the devil? Oh, you haven't seen 80-year-olds who, who are doing um, um, naming. They are naming their baby. 80-year-olds means that at 79, he was working. Or oh, have you not read about Father Abraham? Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. So you, depending on how you've taken care of yourself or other factors, at a certain age, you see that things are different. And then God has provided this wisdom key to keep you going. He said, in the name of Jesus, I take communion every day. I am not going to, um, do, I need communion. <laughs> Who is so tickled? Okay. I beg you, don't mention names. Yeah. So Paul here is giving common sense advice. Giving common sense advice. After, after he's talked about laying on of hands, powerful spiritual keys, he said, for your often infirmities, your plenty problems, what does the NLT say? Your plenty, every time you have, you're, you're displaced, because you are sick so often. <laughs> You are sick so often. Maybe what you need is exercise. Go for a walk. You are sick so often. The doctors, the doctors don't even know what is wrong with you. And some of some of us, when you go to say they don't know what's wrong, then you are sad. You are upset. They don't know what's wrong. You even thank God that nothing was found. You want something to be found, but you have to see something. You have to see something. There's nothing wrong with you. Maybe exercise. Walk for a mile every day. 
Instead of finishing your oats and your egg sandwich, and then across the road is the bus. They go and sit on the bus. Or quarreling with your husband to give you a lift. You need to walk a bit. Walk a bit. Walk. Walk a bit. Walk a bit. Exercise yourself. Walk. You need to walk a bit. You can't be driven everywhere, whether it's a bus driver or a train driver or your husband. You can't be driven everywhere. Walk. Move a bit. You will live long. Yes, everywhere. Uber, you're sitting for the Uber. The Uber is not coming. Then you call him and say, hey, uh, uh, Hassan, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's finish. The third thing you need, you need uh, common sense in is rest. Mark six thirty to thirty two, and they departed into a desert place by the ship privately. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. And apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said unto them, come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. Yeah, so we have to rest. I just say you have to rest. You have to rest. Don't overrest, but you have to rest. Yeah. You have to rest. It's common sense to rest. It's common sense to rest. You have to rest. You have to know that you are getting tired. And rest. Take a break. Hmm? And then the fourth common sense thing is sex. First Corinthians 7 and verse 7. Sorry, verse 1. Verse 1. Verse 1. Give me verse 1 first. Now concerning things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Those of you have been touching women. <laughs> verse 2. Verse 2. Listen to verse 2. Nevertheless, in other words, should in case you can't resist the touching of a woman. Should in case you can't resist it. You don't have that calling. <laughs> yeah. And all of you don't have that calling. I know you. I've been pastoring you for a while. You don't have that calling. I've not seen any of you who say, I have the calling to be a eunuch. He said, nevertheless, to avoid fornication. Do you know fornication? To avoid fornication. Let every man have his own wife. That's why we are pro-marriage. And let every woman have her own husband. Each person should have, have your own private jet. That you can touch. You can squeeze. You can ride. You can go on a journey with. Not once that when you have, when you come to church and I'm preaching, I don't know what you have done. Then you get angry. Why is he talking about this? So have have your own private jet. Yes, marry. Marry. And marry early to save yourself from a lot of problems. Marry. Marry early, marry young. Finish school and marry. Don't come up with silly reasons why you can't marry. You want a click. You want a clock. You want a clock clock. Marry. 
marriage, marriage is an earthly arrangement. I like you, you like me. Let's do it. Let's do this marriage thing. Let's do it. Let's just do it. And God, get on with it. Ask all those who throw away common sense and reasoning to marry. Ask them, ask, ask them whether it's anything special. Ask them after church. You threw, you threw away every, anything. It's like, no, I can't. I must do it. Ask them after. Go and tell them that you are from CNN. I want to interview you. I hear you threw away common sense and reasoning. And all your spirituality and your calling and your anointing. And every, you threw all out of the window. Because you said, I must marry. I'm going to marry. I should marry. I will, I will do it. Ask them. Tell them you are from Sky News. I want to interview them today. You see that, look, marriage, you are, you, you are becoming too... You have too many things, too many clauses to meet. Marriage so you can serve God. Marriage is supposed to help you serve God better if you get a good one. That's why there's counseling. Yeah. And when you are being told what you have is not a good one, believe it. Because marriage can, marriage can also send you down ministry-wise. Down. That will be the end of you and ministry. It can take you up. Because you become sane and sound. You will be flowing in the ministry. Oh, it just, you, you just dismantle your life. You will not dismantle your life. Yes. If you marry and you are happy, you are content. You are with the person that you, you choose. You are, you, are con- you are happy. You are happy. You can have breakfast sex, lunch sex, dinner sex, in between meals sex. Snack. She, she becomes your snack bar. Your snack bar. You feel like snacking. You say to her, hey, why are you? I feel, I feel, I feel like late night snacks. You wake up in the middle of the night and say, I feel like a snack at this time. Your marriage will be sweet. Your marriage will be nice. Listen to advice. Oh, listen to advice. Listen to advice. So you don't go and take an old grumpy person who's like, as you attach it, the person asking, who is there? Who, who, is there? Who, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? The postman. <laughs> Forgive. And the negative experiences, you see it early. It's very early. You can see it when, as your beloved Dawson, you can see it. Frequent quarrels. Lovers don't quarrel. No, 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 no. There are no quarrels. There are no quarrels. Even when they see the things they don't like, they don't say. The only, the first time you hear of it is maybe your pastor asks you, that, what don't you like about her? They say, oh, I don't like that hostel that she does. <laughs> then she'll say, oh, why didn't say it? They say, oh, I didn't want to offend you. That's love. <laughs> That's how they are. They won't say it. Everybody is happy. But when you come, hey, have you brushed your teeth today? I've been telling you to brush your teeth. Then you raise the back. Why are you my mother? No, you're in a bad relationship. You're in a bad relationship. In a bad relationship. In this day and age, beloved dogs, it's, it's, it's selfish. 
I just got to church. What are you doing? Why haven't you called me today? No, 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 no. Is that sister in church? Is she sitting close to you? Since you started this basenta, you don't have time for me. Then go and marry the basenta. Go and marry basenta. Go and marry. No, 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 no. no. You, sh- you should break up. You should break up. You have a girl today who will complain about basenta. Then what, what, will, what will she do when you become an overseer? Yes. I also had a cell. Once upon a time, I had a cell. Then I had cells. If my beloved wasn't happy then, then what would she do now? You don't know where I am during the week. I have to come to church when I'm preaching and then an example comes. So he wasn't here the whole week. Yes, I wasn't here the whole week. I walked out of this church last week Sunday. I walked out from the pulpit onto a plane. I just came. Bobby, he's playing to your WhatsApp. Thank God for WhatsApp. If I'm married to somebody who doesn't like, hey, you're not there. You're not there. You don't even see your child. When your child's A-level results come, you're not there. Your child's O-level results come, you're not there. You're not there to dance with us, to do it. You're not there anything. Your child is walking, you're not there. Your child is flying, you're not there. Your child is anything, you're not. So I should stop everything and come and sit at home and wait for the postman. A-level results are coming. O-level results are coming. Yay, I'm a super dad. I've got A-level results. Captain Africa. (laughs) Black Black Panther. (laughs) The day she complains, tell her it's over. When she tell, tell her, no, 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 no. When she begs, tell her, I also beg you. Yes. When he says, please, tell her, tell her, look, please. Please don't take me. Don't imprison me, please. Please, I've seen it before. I've heard of this type before. Please don't imprison me. I don't want to be imprisoned. Please, I want to be free. I want to be free. Can you see how Bishop talks? He goes and comes like that. And he's there. Yeah, please, I want freedom. I want freedom. Yes, I want freedom. When she begs you, you to beg her. Beg her to release you. <laughs> yes. Because what you can see is the future. Oh. Hey. You go and visit her, you fall asleep, then she's complete. Why have you slept? Ah, why shouldn't you sleep? What do you think that when you marry your husband is going to be awake for 24-7? Chatting through the day, through the night. No, he will sleep, oh, he will sleep. He will sleep when he has to sleep. How can you find a problem with sleeping? Person has said, I like you. I'll marry you. I am with you. I'm not at work or in school. So I'm even myself. I can even relax a bit and even nod off a bit. I mean, it's only with you that I can do such a thing. That is a problem. Say, he's boring. He's boring. He doesn't like. No, no, no. He's so boring. You are lacking latitude. Because he doesn't sleep at work. 
He doesn't sleep in, in, at lectures. He doesn't sleep anywhere. It's only with you that he talks every day. His tie is like his guards are off. You understand guards are off. So you even hear, you even thank God that you know that he's, he snores before your wedding night. <laughs> Otherwise, your wedding night, you would think that dancing stars are dancers. When I hear the trumpet, I trumpet like I'm dancing. When I hear the trumpet, I'm trumpet like I'm dancing. Let the trumpet, no, oh, let the trumpet. You can't sleep, you'll be there. <laughs> you just have to discover, they, they come up with a dance with a snoring. <laughs> like the trumpet. Oh. Some of you start the complaining too early. Too early. Too early. You see, the person will be somebody else. He sleeps, but the person is happy. As he's sleeping, she's running his hands through her face. Say, hey, that's what this my uh, teddy bear. <laughs> Five minutes, and you're asleep. Hey. If you will see the funny side of it. Praise one number seven. Let's go home. <laughs> when I'm dancing, you're happy. You won't tell me that we have to go home. Number seven, after you're born again, you must become spiritual. Colon. Spirituality. It's not, the inab- it's not the inability to ask questions. Luke 2, 44 to 48. Jesus was asking questions. Don't feel bad about asking questions. Ask questions. Ask questions. If you're spiritual, it doesn't mean that you know everything. No. If you're spiritual, you'll be like Jesus. You will ask questions. Why is it like this? Why is this like this? What do you think about it? You ask questions. Spiritual person. Stairs up the ability to ask questions. God bless you. Stand to your feet. Let that trumpet blow. Stars, will you dance for us? Let the trumpet blow. Yeah. Let the trumpet blow. <laughs> yes. I would like to hear let the trumpet blow. Maybe today I'll join you and dance. <laughs> I'll join if you also join. <laughs> Especially Jeremy. If Jeremy would join, I'll join there. If I see Jeremy doing, let the trumpet go. I'll also try. Jeremy and Clive. If Clive also joins, I'll join. If I see Clive do, hey, I don't want this one. I'll get up. <laughs> I'll get up. Thank God for this. I have to thank God for spirituality. Thank Him. Bless His name. Pray that you'll be spiritual. You'll be more like God. God is spirit. 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 Pray that you be more spiritual. The Lord help me to be more influenced by the Holy Spirit. Influenced by the Holy Spirit. Influenced by the Holy Spirit. Affected by the Holy Spirit. 
worked on by the Holy Spirit. Affected by the word of God. Affected by the teachings of the word of God. Jesus, Mashanda Laba Kapaya. Pray, pray, everybody praying. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. The sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. The sweet, sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. In your life. In every aspect of your life. Every area of your life. That sweet influence. Remi, 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 cry out for the Holy Spirit. Cry out for the Holy Spirit. Cry out for the Holy Spirit. Cry out. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit that nothing will influence you, direct you, lead you more than the Holy Spirit. Nothing other than the Holy Spirit. This is the only power and force that should be affecting your life. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Ah, Thank you, Father. Lift up your two hands and thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank Him. Let's say, Lord, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for filling me once again with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for filling me again with your precious Holy Spirit. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up, Lord. May I be full of the Holy Ghost. 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 
full of the Holy Ghost, 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 full of the Holy Ghost. Full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit. Ah, dalla prade di stianda la bacasta. Bala bashanda la bacapa shanda la bacasta. Marande la bacapa yandele bitala. Taliato sande eliana bastande le bedesta. Ye ye di ande. Ye ye di ande. Ye ye di ande. Matala bashanda la bacasta. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit to fill us up. To fill us up. To fill us up. To fill us up, Lord. That everything we do, every decision we make, it shall be because of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your power. And thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for that precious gift. Giving us to walk with us, to talk to us, to speak to us, to teach us, to give us direction, to convict us. Thank you, Lord, for that precious gift of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that we shall be more spiritual than ever. More spiritual. Help us to start making spiritual decisions. Decisions for with spiritual reasons, not carnal reasons, not physical reasons, Lord, not selfish reasons, but Lord, spiritual reasons, Lord, and spiritual decisions, Lord. Decisions to serve you, decisions to live for you, decisions to, to be leaders and workers in your house, Lord. Decisions, oh God, decisions to take up our crosses, Lord, and to follow you, Lord. May we be those people that make spiritual decisions. Decisions for spiritual reasons. Based on biblical factors, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your great blessing. And your great help. I give you praise. And I give you thanks. In the name of Jesus. Still praying. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Still in prayer. You are here this afternoon. Someone invited you to church. Or you've been coming to church, but deep in your heart, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't have a real relationship with God. And this afternoon, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to serve Jesus. I want to live for God. Pastor, please pray with me. I need God in my life. I need the Holy Spirit. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want my name to be written in the book of life. If you are here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you would say, Pastor, pray with me. 
I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to his lordship. If you're here like that, just raise your right hand and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, very quickly, lift up your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see those hands. You want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want my name to be written in a book of life. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. Going to church doesn't make you a child of God. Being born into a Christian home doesn't make you a child of God. You need, you need this commitment, this devotion. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need to give my life to Jesus today. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I can see all your hands. You want to join in. You want to join us. You want to join us. You want to join us. You want to walk out of this place as a Christian, as a believer, as a child of God, saved, born again, sins washed away and sins forgiven. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Keep it up. Keep it up high so I can see you. Keep it up high so I can see you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. You have your hand lifted up. Now I want you to do one more thing. One more thing I need you to do. I want you to come all the way to the front here. Come to me in the front here. I'm standing right here in the middle. Come. Come. Come out of your seats and come. Right here. Yes. Danny, come forward a bit. Yes, come. You lifted up your hand. Come. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand. But you want to come. Come. I'm waiting for you. Yes. Yes. We just want you to be there with us. Yes. Keep coming. Keep coming. Today is your day. Come to Jesus. I think I also think heaven will be alright now. Now that you are coming, I think it will be alright. Yes. Come to Jesus. Come. Yes. Father, 
Say it. Everybody say it. Those of you in front and everybody in this room say it. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are alive. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please make me a child of yours. Please write my name in the book of life. Say from today, I'll serve you. I will no longer serve Satan. Say, say, I will no longer serve Satan. I am a child of God. And I am born again. In Jesus' name. Shout it out in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for all these precious ones. Keep them, Lord. Thank you for mercy. And thank you for a chance to get to know you. Thank you, Lord. May they be established and planted in your house. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please receive these gifts as long as you're there. I'm not thinking about the sight. Mm, not at all. Won't be there to enjoy the view. Yes. God bless you. I think heaven will be And they go to your right. seats. God bless you. Just Keep singing. As, as long you are as you're there, we are happy.
Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. It is done. And it is done well. Thank you, O Lord, that what needs to be fixed in our lives has been fixed perfectly by the eating and the drinking of the Lord's body and his blood. Thank you, Lord, that a perfect work has been done this evening. A perfect work has been accomplished this evening. A perfect work has been achieved in our lives, Lord. Thank you for your word that says that you will perfect all that concerns us, Lord. May all that concerns us, may all that causes concern be fixed, be perfected in our lives today. We believe it, we receive it, we accept it, and we say thank you, Lord, for your intervention. Thank you, Father, for divine intervention. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout a Christian amen. 
You want to try a Bible believing amen? What about the victorious amen? Beautiful. God bless you. Take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.